Hello, there we are. Welcome to another quarantine cast with Brian, Cody, and Craig. Once again, uh, with just Brian and Cody. We, <laughs> I just found out Craig was not going to join us tonight, so we will miss him again. I think, I think, Cody, and welcome. Good to see you as always. Your hair is looking uh, high and luscious. But you like it. That's the way the fans like it. Is that the way the fans like it? Is that what we're calling it? The fans now. Cold. All right. Uh, crank up your volume just a little bit. Uh. All right, or maybe you can't, or talk into the mic, or not, whatever. <clears throat> How's this? That's yeah, it's better. Is uh, it? I think is it, is it better? Or are you just saying that to make me feel better? <laughs> no, it's better. <laughs> I think Craig is just uh, dodging the fact that two weeks ago he said he was going to take control of the uh, the broadcast. Then last week he was sick, and this week he is uh, he is preparing for his widely syndicated fill-in show tomorrow morning. So he is uh, he is going to bed early. Which makes sense. So I mean, how are you? You know, for, you know, nationally syndicated radio show versus, you know, hanging out with a couple of guys, drinking some beers, all that. Yeah. You know, listen, everybody's got priorities. I was uh, I was on his nationally syndicated fill-in uh, earlier today, and it was, uh, it was quite a treat hmm. to know. Actually, it was on the station of one of our old bosses. So I might have to reach out. Uh, Bill White. Remember Bill White? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Bill is program director out in Sacramento, and uh, the show Craig is doing is on that station. Why is why is it say nobody's watching our broadcast, Brian? Uh, I don't know. That's weird. That is Hold weird. on. I Let see me... live on Facebook. Is it? It says so. Yeah, I just shared it. Oh, there we go. Now we got some people. Jeannie's saying Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy hi. Happy New Year, Jean. There we yeah, go. I don't. That's weird. I'm trying. I'm looking on uh, Facebook. Yeah. Well, on Facebook it says there's uh, 30 people watching. Ah. 27 people. So. Huh. Who knows? I could refresh it, but I'm afraid something weird will happen. No, if I never do. ever refresh anything never refresh. you're doing while it's live. No, no, no. <laughs> never no, 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 refresh. No, no. We'll mm -hmm. just. Uh, Christine is there. Hi, Christine. Hi, Janice. Um. Yeah. So anyway, so I was on. Uh, I was on the show today. Now that you've thrown me, I think nobody's watching. Why don't we just pack it in? Um, <laughs> but it's a, it's a weird dynamic because uh, Craig is a very good host, but the format, they do like a million topics. It's like bang, bang, bang. He would bring up a story. I would make one comment about it, and then we we're on to the next thing. <laughs> I was like, wow. We went through it. I was on with him for like 40 minutes. We must have gone through 120 different stories. Oh, wow. It was, it was unbelievably fast. That's but it was impressive. fun. It was uh, it was fun, and you know, uh, I was preparing for my own show on uh, TMJ today, so it was uh, quite a busy radio day. A lot of broadcasting. What'd you do today? I was on vacation. So you just hung out with the bebe? No, actually, I ended up working anyway because that's just the kind of guy I am, Brian. Really? Now, did they? Uh, was there an emergency, or did you just? Decided you needed some cash. There was Why an emergency would... called there was an emergency called perfectionism. Oh yeah. I uh <clears throat> I was in my car last week and I listened to an episode of my award-winning science podcast, Curiosity Daily, part of the Discovery family of brands. I've heard of it. It's very good. Yeah, thank Look at you. That. And uh I heard a um long story short, I you know I built this podcast studio. Yes. It's all very fancy. I've got the LED lighting. I can, you know, I got remote control. I can, ah, oh, I'm a vampire. Oh, really? oh, wow. That's pretty. You hadn't shown us that before. 
Oh, you yeah. made your base traps. You got uh, all of that. Yeah. No, it's 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 very fancy. So anyway, <clears throat> I'm an idiot. Uh, occasionally, I'd listen to my headphones while I'm talking, and I heard like kind of a kind of a dee, kind of a, a kind of hiss. And okay. I'm like, oh no, the microphone's picking up something. Yeah, it turns out the uh, the microphone cable was. In fact, it's doing it right now. The microphone cable was physically touching the LED light strip. Oh. So when you have a microphone cable touching electricity, Brian, you went to broadcast school. Did I? It's not good. <laughs> no, it can't be good. It can't be good at all. So I, when I was in my car, it was more pronounced than it had been when I was editing on my uh, on my fancy desktop speakers. And I was just like, I gotta, I gotta fix this. So I had to go in and manually fix about twenty episodes. Oh um, no! Yeah, put some. It only took a couple hours, but I had to put some filters on there to to make it so we could sound better. And I did. I have to do this. No, uh, many people using many different speakers wouldn't know. But I, you know, having driven in my car, I, I was like, God forbid, someone in a Subaru is driving around and they hear the show and it sounds bad. So I, especially if it's one of the big honchos at Discovery. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're driving around. They go, well, let me pop in this uh, Discovery Daily that I've been hearing so much about. This award-winning podcast that, uh, you know, some guy took four months off to have a baby and uh, now he's working from home. Let's let's see what this is all about. And then <laughs> not good. Yeah, not good. Not good. So what do you, well, you knew how to fix it, though. So that's good. I did, yes. That's where my expertise came in handy. But uh, but but then after I was done with that, then I hung out with the baby, which is pretty cool. Very nice. So you're enjoying. When do you go back to work? Monday. Yeah. But you're working from home still, correct? Oh yeah. Yeah. Very nice. I see. Are you drinking more Goose Island tonight? Yeah. You're gonna um, be drinking Goose Island till uh, hell freezes over, aren't you? I. Because you bought so much. So many bottles. I. Uh, so, you know, we discussed this, the the BCS original this year, there technically are variants within the original. Right. They've got the special uh they've they've got the special bottles that were that were aged specifically in uh in barrels from either Heaven Hill, Wild Turkey, or um Buffalo Trace bourbon barrels. Okay. So I've had the Heaven Hill, phenomenal, phenomenal. If you see a BCS original and it says HH on the back, get it. It's the I think it's oh, okay. the best one. Now I'm having the wild turkey. Also good. The alcohol the that that like that that bourbony bite cuts through a lot better in these in these like original variants. I think they cut better than like the blend, the general one. So if you if you get an really? HH or a WT or a BT on the back of your bottle, go for it. So this is the wild turkey and it's pretty good. Cheers. And it's got it uh what was I going to say? It's it. Where did where is it stamped on the label or on the bottle? It's next to the expiration date. Huh. So oh, on the label. Very good. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. I'm going with a grown man cocktail tonight. It's what? a brown liquor. It's called a uh, You'll Shoot Your Rye Out. It is made with uh, Sazerac rye whiskey. Um, it's got uh, Leopold's orange liqueur, cream de cocoa, and Angostura bitters. Because I am uh, cosmopolitan. Uh, this raises several questions. Uh, yes. One I'll have to wait for. Uh, well, let's start with this one. How, so my friend Brad got me a Star Trek cocktail cookbook for Christmas. Oh, nice. Very thoughtful of him. Very cool. 
this happens anytime I look at a cocktail book. Any recipe, there's always like one ingredient or two that you just like. I'm always short one. How right, you don't many have different ingredients? Do you typically stock? Well, see, this is this came from uh, part of my Christmas gift from Molly. Hmm. So it was a kit. So all the there was a bottle of whiskey, and then all the other syrups and juices were pre-mixed in a bottle. So this is easy. I've got I've got a lot of stuff, but then it, it, I've got basics. You know, I've got the liquor and I've got ice. But when it comes to like sweet and sour mix or lime juice or this almond ogiat uh, stuff that we used for another drink, that's it either came in a kit or I had to go get it. So it, there's always something, bless you. Um, there's always something that keeps me from making a real cocktail, you know, like I'll throw together an old fashioned, but that's only because I have bourbon, a sugar cube and some bitters in the house and some maraschino cherries. So that's, you know, that's nothing, but an elaborate cocktail, it's either we've planned ahead and we're saying, this is, this is what I'm going to make. And then I go out and get those specific ingredients or, uh, you know, like I said, this was part of a, a gift. And so it was, it was very easy to make. So I whipped myself up a holiday cocktail and I like to hear the, the glass. I'm like a madman. I'm like Don Draper. That's fair. Um, also Mike in the chat dropping the, it is green reference. That is a reference to all Deborah and ale, which Guinan keeps a stock of in uh, her intent forward on the USS enterprise D boom. Second question, Brian, it's not a wow. question. But your cocktail, uh, shoot your rye out? Yes, you'll shoot your rye out. Right, named after uh, my least favorite Christmas movie. Really? I hate that movie. A lot of people I found hate that movie. I enjoy that movie quite a bit. I didn't think anybody else hated it. I thought everybody I, just loved it. No, I saw some social media backlash this year. You know what the problem is? TNT ruined it because they started running it 24-7 a number of years ago because it was in public domain. So, or they bought it, whatever. Janice is having an old fashioned. Uh, Sally's having a Negroni. Let's see. Anybody else? Well, now I know how people get through the show. They're all drinking. Sure, everybody's drunk. Well, we set the tone. So they're all drinking. Why don't, what don't you like about a Christmas? Now, I'll be honest, we didn't watch it this year because every time I suggested it, it was shot down by the other two viewing members of the, uh, of the Academy here at the house. So, and, you know, my only alone Christmas movie is Bad Santa, which I did watch on Christmas Eve. I'm so just why don't you I, like it? I thought I was the the black sheep. I like, I thought that was my controversial opinion was that I, I take Molly yeah, hates it. I, Molly yeah, hates it. It's dark. It's too dark, Brian. That's what I've heard. I, I'm not, maybe I'm not as Pollyanna as everybody else. I don't mind a dark. Well, no, Bad Santa is my favorite Christmas movie, so I'm not dark. I mean, I am dark. I'm not, I, it doesn't, you know, what's so dark about it? it? He'll shoot his eye out that the dad is uh, distant and uh, kind of mean, kind of a jerk. The, the kid just like bad things have to him the whole time. That's true. Ralphie does have a rough go, but then in the end, he gets what he asked for. And then he almost shoots his eye out. Spoiler right. alert. Yeah, no. All right. Mm -mm. You don't want to be double dog dared? Mm -mm. You don't want the bumpus hounds coming in and taking your uh, taking your turkey. Mm -mm. You don't have to eat at a Chinese restaurant having a duck and then sing fa ra 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 ra. Mm -mm. Wow! All right.
right. Listen, well, what did you watch then? What did you expose uh, Baby Goff to this year? We haven't watched any Christmas movies. Why? What's going on over there? I don't. Well, I don't know. Hold on. We watched one. I think we watched one. That was it. Holy smokes! I know. Well, we started watching Balto, which we discussed last week. Right. Yeah. Okay. To do with Christmas. There's just the dog and snow. So I guess that'll work. Alaska. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I mean, okay. So every, every year while decorating, typically on the day after Thanksgiving, every year we listen to the soundtrack to the peanuts Christmas special. Right. So we did that. Okay. Kind of counts. We listen to a lot of, uh, you know, rocking around the Christmas tree. And then that, 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 my, my other, so like, um, what did I say? No, the um, what's the what's the what's the one that I love? Uh, all I want for Christmas is you. Okay, right, right. Like growing up, I didn't care, but like now, then in like last year, I'm like, this is the best Christmas song ever. And then this year, the Kelly Clarkson one grew on me. The one where I didn't know the name of it because I don't understand any of what she's saying. It's called Underneath the Tree, and she's like. Okay. Ah! Or something, and I, like that's all. Oh, that sounds doing. horrible. I have no idea what she's saying. It's so. I good. hope her rendition is better than yours. <laughs> so that was that put me off the holidays altogether. <laughs> that was yeah. That was, mm, not a fan. <clears throat> I don't think I've heard that one cover. Yeah, <laughs> is that Axel singing Kelly Clarkson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Karen says her adult offspring are obsessed with the Christmas story. The entire di dialogue is spoken. Enough already. Wow. See, Cody, I don't, I don't think you're I don't think you're that uh, alone in your opinion on that movie. All right then. So you listen to a lot of Christmas music. We we listen to a lot of Christmas music this year too, but at night it would be uh, you know, we'd watch something. You know, Christmas Eve we had to watch uh we had to watch The Grinch. I forget what else. We watched something else. And then I, the ladies went to bed so that I could, uh, I could have my cocktail and watch uh, Bad Santa. We did listen to the Grinch soundtrack, also. Wow! And we listen you have to a lot of TV, don't you? You're not a you're not one of these guys who's against TV, are you? No, I have you changed all of a sudden? Is there something I need to know? Have you no. given up on one of the mediums? No, I play video games. What is your favorite present you got? Uh, oh, <laughs> well, let me rephrase that. Were you, did you act excited for the big surprise? Gift? Yes. You yes. Did. I was told, I was told, uh, after, cause my mom, th this was, so this was Christmas Eve. Uh, Christmas Eve is me getting up at six o'clock to go get chocolate donuts because my mom, we had, to, you know, last week I told you we were going back and forth. What do we do with my mom? She wants to go to, she wants to go, uh, she's going to make a couple stops. She wants to come to our house, go to my brother's house, and uh, she wants to drop off gifts and see everybody. And we want to give her her gifts. And, um, and finally, finally, we were like, okay, she hasn't really gone out. You know, I'm a little nervous about a couple things, but she hasn't gone out and we haven't gone out. So we decided everybody would wear a mask and, okay, come on over. We figured she wasn't going to stay real long. Plus I knew from Debbie and Molly that she had gotten me 
um, something special because we hadn't gone on the cruise and she wanted to do this. And I, I was like, Ugh. so, you know, me, I'm like, Ugh. um, again, thankfully this was the first time I was smart. One of the few times I was smart. I, uh, ordered the donuts ahead of time because I've known at the, at Weber bakery that to go there on any sort of holiday, you are standing in a line that is no exaggeration, at least three blocks long. It's insane. That was the mistake I made on Mother's Day. I got there a half hour before they opened, and on Mother's Day, I was still two blocks away. Um, yeah. So I had ordered the donuts in advance to be ready at 7 o'clock, and I was like, all right, this is perfect. Well, it had been warm, you know, up until Christmas Eve. It had been nice. Get up Christmas Eve morning at 6. It's freezing. I get in the car, and I'm like, Ugh. And the, the amount of traffic on Christmas Eve morning at 6.30 was insanity. And I was thinking to myself, it's too early for me to be swearing like this. It's it's Christmas Eve. I should be, you know, a little more festive. I get there and I see on one side of the building, there's a, a white tent. On the other side of the building, coming out of the door, again, not an exaggeration, a line that stretched for three blocks of people trying to get their stuff. Now, I hadn't, I had ordered it and I know before you would pull in to the parking lot and there'd be people there, but now they had a, so I parked in the parking lot on one side of the building. There was a big sign, go to the tent on the other side of the building. If you have a curbside pickup. So now I'm like, Oh man, I thought I was going to get to stay in my toasty warm car and somebody just schlepped the donuts out to me. No, now I got to get out and walk, which was, you know, fine. I got to say they had it down to a science. They had a tent with, you know, um, dividers. So it was like Disneyland going through and you went in and they had a ton of people working. It took me about five minutes total. Give my name, get my donuts. I'm out back in the warm car. Zoom. I'm home. So we get every, you know, we do, we do Christmas Eve morning. We're waiting around getting stuff ready. And, um, finally my mom calls says, all right, I'm leaving the house. I'm on the way. So we did. All right, we'll come in. So she comes, everything's nice. The dogs go crazy. Molly goes crazy. I've been chastised uh, to be excited to get, uh, you know, to show more uh, enjoyment than I normally do for a Christmas gift and not tell her that she shouldn't have spent the money or that, uh, you know, she shouldn't have done this. I should just be thankful and grateful. Well, um, so I'm, I'm putting all this off, you know, she comes in and we meet her outside and help her park the car and we get, uh, we bring the stuff in. And so she's sitting there and we're talking and we give her her gifts and she was very excited about the stuff that we, we got for, her. um, you know, and so then it's, uh, then it's Debbie's turn or no, then it's Molly's turn. So Molly opens her gift from gift from my mom. She's very grateful. Thank you. Blah, blah, blah. It's nice. Uh, and I'm like, Oh, I got to get out of here. So, <laughs> so then Debbie opens her gift from my mom and I'm like, Hey, you sure you don't want one of those donuts yet? You know, we got the, I got you the Weber's donuts. Oh, in a minute. I just, all right. A minute. So then it's my turn. And, um, there's a bag and there's a, a box. Then there's a couple little boxes. And the first thing I take out is, um, a box about this long and about that high. And it's a, what? The size of a shoe box for those listening to the, no, audience. no, no, not even it's, uh, imagine a giant harmonica size box. Okay. So, it contains a half pound of Fannie Mae mint meltaways. And I know, 
I, so that I didn't even have to, I was like, oh, this is mid meltaways. This is fantastic. Thank you. And my mom goes, and I only got you a half pound because I knew you, you didn't want to eat too much candy, but, but I was like, oh no, this is perfect. Thank you so much. This is great. Perfect. Yeah. Then hold on. So then I grab one of the smaller boxes and it's, uh, it's this, it's a little, uh, lightning charger. All right. <laughs> I let go. So now I can kind of guess what's in this box. And um, turns out uh, my mom is insane. And she got me a MacBook Pro. Um, so I don't know if you had anything to do with uh, this because I know Debbie and my, Debbie was helping her and Molly was asking people and they were talking. They said, oh, we talked to a lot of people and we got advice on uh, on it from everybody. And then Debbie's like, and I was going to order it, but your mom wanted to order it. And I guess, I guess that turned into a quite an adventure for my mom, more so an, uh, an adventure for the person from Apple who was dealing with her on the phone because she wasn't able to do everything she wanted. Uh, she wasn't able to figure it all out online, but, um, I was, I was, I am very grateful and I've already, I've got it all set up and I've been using it during the broadcasts with, uh, on WTMJ as my call screen, I've got, you know, so I'm, I was, I was, and am very, very grateful for this. Um, I think, I think I might've mentioned a while ago to her, she said something like, Oh, I think I'm just going to give everybody cash for Christmas. And I said, Oh, that's great. Cause uh, you know, I think we're going to get a laptop and uh, you know, so I think that's where she got the idea. And she told Debbie that she wanted to do something uh, special and she wanted, you know, it was a big deal. And, so, so yeah, so that was, and I was, again, I'm always grateful. I just don't think people need to spend that kind of money on me and, and make a big fuss over me, which is something that, you know, I'm working through, you know, but, uh, afterwards when, when my mom had gone, uh, both Debbie and Molly told me they were proud of me. So I did, I did pretty good. Finally. Very I did nice. not ruin. I didn't ruin Christmas, Cody. That's a good, you know, for me, that's a big thing. First time for everything, Brian. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> there definitely is. Well, if you need any help uh, with MacBook Pro stuff, that's what we use for work, or that's what I use for work. Um, yeah, the, yeah. I've always been a PC guy. I shouldn't say that. I, I've been, I've gone between Mac and PC. Typically, yeah. from myself, I'll. Uh, I'll get a PC or whatever if I need like a new laptop or something. But for my jobs, I've usually used Macs recently, yeah. so I'm kind of ambidextrous with that. Yeah, it. Uh, I've you know for school I had a Mac when I was teaching. You know I had a, a Mac and it's fine. And I loaded up you know my browsers and we're gonna put Word on there so I can do all that. And it's Molly was all excited because it's you know my fingerprint opens it up and it's. It's, it's oh, you have like the new new one. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah, it's again, it's way too it was way too much, but I I didn't say that. It was there there could have been there could have been a um I'm sure there were a lot of wonderful computers that down a level because I know she upgraded a couple things, but she wanted to upgrade like the graphics package. And Debbie's like, no, you don't need to you don't need to do that. You know. He's not editing television shows. It's not, it's not a thing. So yes. yeah, who knows? Yeah. Uh, you know, once I get some editing stuff, I'll, I'll be editing all kinds of things. Who knows? Who knows? But that was, so yes. And then Christmas day here was very nice. 
Uh, I cooked. It was very calm. The meal turned out perfect. Everything was everything was hunky dory. And then we got to Saturday, my favorite day, where we didn't have to do anything, and I just did a few little things, and we relaxed, and it was great. So now, what about uh, what about you with baby's first Christmas? And I know you left the you left your the confines of the safety of your home, and traveled. We did, we did, yeah. It's just all my folks. Uh, it's good. Uh, you know, I mean, he got a million things. We get to my parents' <laughs> house, and uh, my uh, my brother's fiance's daughter is doling out the. You know, she's playing Santa, giving everybody yeah. their gifts and. In our giant pile, there's like four gifts for my son, and they're all from his mother. <laughs> from like, his mother? They're all from his mother. Like my wife? wife? My wife. <laughs> I'm just like, where did these come from? She's like, well, they're kind of for everybody. <laughs> I was like, okay. What? I, who cares? Wait, so you got were you guys at your parents' house on Christmas morning or still at your house on Christmas morning? My parents' house. All right. Yeah. So the the gifts for your son in your pile were from your wife. Oh, and and other people. But I mean, uh, yeah, other people, but that's okay. Yeah. Did you not know she was buying him gifts? I had no idea, but she can do what she wants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not saying that the ladies, yeah. you know, the ladies got their thing going on. Uh, yeah, it was, it was good. No, everybody, it was great. I felt good about the gifts I gave. I felt really good about the gifts I received. What'd you get? Um, they were just all like spot on. Um, from my wife, like my favorite two are, I told you, I've mentioned I'm on this Greek mythology kick. Yeah. Right. With, uh, with playing Hades all the time. So, well, anyway, she got me and my wife's into books. So uh, encouraging me to be cultured for once and read. She actually got me the Odyssey. Um, which really? I, I've read, I read parts of in like grade school or middle school. Yeah. I was in a very advanced curriculum, but I, I was going to say, what a smarty pants you are. Oh, dude. I, have you read it? Uh, yes. In high school. Right. When I was taking Greek, we had to translate parts of the Iliad and the Odyssey. You took Greek? Latin and Greek. Yeah. You took Greek? Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> Ancient Greek. That's I don't remember word. anything except the alphabet. And uh, a little bit of the Hail Mary. That is still so cool. <laughs> that is so cool. I, I, I just... So uh, the introduction to the Odyssey, this edition, is like 75 pages. Oh, God. And uh, it all talks about, like, the history of the translations and, like, where did this story come from? Like, how do we have an epic that's several hundred lines, you know, yeah. thousands of lines, obviously, several hundred pages... How do we have that kind of epic from more than 2,000 years ago, like close to 3,000 years? Uh, people, uh, like scholars, aren't even sure if the Greeks had literature at that time. Um, there's a big debate about how much of it was oral tradition, how much wasn't. Um, there's all these scholars that have studied other oral traditions, like in Yugoslavia, and they're like, well, this is how they do it, so maybe if the Greeks did it. This, it, it just is really interesting. So I'm basically reading cool. like a, a history book on it, and then I'll actually start reading the Odyssey. Wow. Yeah. Very fancy. Look at you with the big brain. A nerd. Check out the big brain on Cody. Do you get any video game stuff? No video game stuff. But really? uh, there's this board game that won game of the year 
by everybody in uh, it would have been like two or three years ago. Okay. Um, we we had a Zoom. We've had a couple Zoom calls with friends recently, and at least three couples that we know have mentioned that they're playing this game together. Wow, what is it? Uh, it's called Gloomhaven. Okay. The box is enormous. <laughs> like you wouldn't even Brian, you wouldn't even believe it. You wouldn't even believe how big this box is. It is it is bigger than my printer. Um it's got to be two and a half feet wide, at least a foot long and at least a foot high. Oh my god. It weighs at least 10, 20 pounds, maybe. I mean, it's, there's just so much in there, but it, it's a lot of cards and, uh, and cardboard cutouts and maps and chits that you, that punch out. And, uh, did you oh, say like, chits? Chit, I did. Okay. Just checking mm -hmm. before we get, uh, thrown in Facebook jail or something. Sure. No, but yeah. it's like, a, it's, it's kind of like if you took Dungeons and, and Dragons and you just put it in a box and made it into like cards and you wrote up a campaign and there's like a hundred page spiral bound, uh, like dungeon guide and it's co-op. So you go through it with your, like you go through it. You're on the same team as the people you're playing with. So, uh, it, it, been, I've been, it's been on a wish list for like four years, but all oh, these wow. people, you know, saying that they, they would do it. It's, I mean, it's like a $200 game. Like it's a, it's a big, it's a Clearly, with all the production value, it's a deluxe game. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's called Gloomhaven. She got it. We are like four and a half hours in, and most of that was learning the rules. Oh my god. And now we're we're in the adventure part. And it, like it it's weird because I assumed from all that I heard from my friends, I was like, well, if everyone's playing it with their families, it it can't be like one of my super complicated board games. <laughs> it kind of is. Just but judging when, by the size of the box, it sounds like it would be super complicated. It's amazing. It's amazing. And that but, there's chits in it makes it sound like it'd be complicated. Oh, there's so many chits. You didn't even know. Yeah, I can't even imagine all those chits. So many chits. What if you um, lost your chits? Totally. I, well, I try not to lose my chits around the baby, you know. That's no, you can't because you might choke on them. You don't sure. choke it on your chits. No one, no one wants to choke on their chits. I think no. there's a special category for that on Pornhub, but that's I'm not into that. Wow, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> nothing. Uh, I know so nothing. That's what we've been doing the last couple of days while uh, we were just playing a little bit ago. Um, but well, yeah, once we get into it, we'll, we'll, when we get into a rhythm, we kind of know the rules. We'll, okay. we'll plow through. But I, uh, you know, she's such a champ. Just like she's not like into that stuff as much as I am. And she's like, I'm going to buy this big thing and we'll do it together. And it's great. And it's just like, it's so good. Ah, that's cool. My wife's Congratulations. good. Congratulations. I married the right person. Thanks for uh, your help with that, by the way. Oh, wait, what? Marrying her. I, I had nothing to do with it. You played a minor role. Oh, uh, the ceremony. Yeah. But you had, <laughs> you did everything else up to that point by yourself. <laughs> Wasn't like I was hiding in the bushes feeding you dialogue when you were pitching woo. It was already a done deal. Uh, there was, you know, there was questions. There were there were some. Uh, well, I, I sensed tension the night of the uh, rehearsal, so I wasn't sure what was gonna 
if it was actually going to happen, but I'm glad it did. And things seem to be working out very well. Now, how did your, uh, how was, uh, how was a Christmas gathering? Were you nervous at all? Because you mentioned that other people in your family formerly had been ill. Yeah. My folks had had it. My sister had had it, you know, so it's, you know, they were kind of over it. Um, the, the re, the re, and well, I mean, yeah, I we're know. all over it, aren't we? Well, no, no, no. What I was going to say is like the reinfection rate is, is, is literally like five people in the world, right? right. Or like yeah. 20 or something. So like, like they're not going to get it again. Um, can a person who's had it and recovered be a carrier? Uh, I'm not clear on that. Yeah, I'm not there's either. A, there's a lot we're not clear on. Um, but I felt safe enough. We were all fine. Uh, since leaving, at least two of my friends I found out have now been diagnosed. Oh. Um, two of my friends have gotten shingles in the last month. Oh my God. That's the worst. Have you had it? I thank God I had a really, really minor case, but even that minor case, uh, hurt. And I've heard from people who've had full blown attack. I mean, that's why Letterman, when he got, he was off the show for over a week. You know, it's, it's really painful. And again, mine, thankfully was a very, very small case, but if your body is covered with it, forget about it. It's bad news. Dude. My older brother said that it hurt more than when he had his, when he tore his Achilles tendon. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. Cause you figured yeah. that's all over your body. Yeah. No, he was like, you just can't put anything on your skin. It just felt yep. like anything that touched his skin was like a severe burn. Yep. So yeah, it's horrible. I feel this. Yikes. I don't know why everybody's getting shingles and COVID. It's like, come on, 2020 end. Well, and the good news is now there's a new, more contagious strain popping up. Wow. Two people in Colorado got it. Now tonight I saw on the news somebody in California has it. So the only the only promising news is they think that the vaccines that are out there will stop this one too. It hasn't mutated enough to need a different uh, vaccine. It's just a much more contagious strain. Like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's encouraging, I guess. Not really, but what are you going to do? Well, you and know? yeah, at least we're all going to get $2,000 so we can stay locked down. Well, oh, no, we're, no, we're not. We're 600 Oh, right. Yeah, yeah we're, it's right. back to the 600 which is, you know, uh, put that with the twelve hundred everybody got in the spring. That's eighteen hundred dollars, you know, for nine months. That's two hundred dollars a month. So people can live on two hundred dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, fifty bucks a week. What are you doing with your money? I got you a know? twenty-five thousand dollar hospital bill today. Oh, six hundred's not going to help. Yeah, those babies yeah. are expensive, aren't they? Yeah. Well, they were like, "Hey, insurance doesn't want to pay this," and I was like, "Well, neither do I." Yeah, well, sorry. That's what insurance is for. So uh, get on the horn. We've had that a couple times where when I had my toes uh, done, where they're like, yeah, insurance isn't going to pay. I'm like, what? They said it was elective surgery. I said, no, it's not. So then thankfully there's an ombudsman uh, through Debbie's company for the insurance. And we're like, uh, can you take care of this? They're like, yeah, well, this it'll be fine. <laughs> I tapped our people pretty quick. Yeah, this is, uh, hey, I we don't like pay... I'm you know, we pay a good sum for our insurance. Like I'm sure you do. Like everybody does. It's nothing, nothing unique to have to pay for your insurance, but, uh, 
there's a reason we pay for insurance so mm -hmm. that you don't get that $25,000 bill when you, you know, but I, I don't know this whole, it just, and we've talked about it so much, um, but it's getting crazier and crazier and scarier and scarier. Now people who are, you know, people who say, who say they've been doing everything right are still getting it. And all the forecasts are for the next few months is going to be awful. And we haven't gotten as many people vaccinated as they had promised we were going to get vaccinated. And it's just, oh boy. Oh boy. Every, every time I see a, uh, there's some trending article on Reddit and it was like, Kamala Harris is the first person to get the whatever vaccine. I'm like, what did she do to deserve that? Well, she's going to be vice president. I don't mind if, listen, I don't mind if uh, Biden and, and them, it's, it's people like Rubio and Ted Cruz and all these people who've been denying that it's real all this time. You know, if you've, if you're a politician and you have been telling people, yes, listen, this is serious. You need, you need to follow the protocols. We've got to, you know, uh, all of that. Okay. You know, the top tier people, they've got to run the country. I'm, I'm cool with that. But as you get down to guys like, uh, who have been completely ignoring it and saying it was fake and don't wear a mask and you come to these rallies and no, you got it. You have to wait till everybody's done. You don't get to, you don't even get to just go at the end of the senators. You got to wait till everybody gets it. Since you don't believe it. Why do you need a vaccine for a fake, uh, fake illness? You're shaking your head. You, you don't think anybody should get it? No, I agree with you. But the first person that should have gotten it is one of the doctors on the front lines. We've been calling our well, doctors heroes for nine months. Right. And Kamala Harris walks in. Like, well, I'm she sorry. just no, she just got it today. They've been they've been vaccinating for a couple of weeks, and they did start. Um, they did start with uh, the frontline workers and people in. Uh, you know, now they're into people in nursing homes and assisted living places. So. The doctors, I know my my cousin's wife, who is a dietitian who works at a hospital, she got hers last week, her first vaccination. Well, she got one of the first ones. She got the first one from a different company, though, because there's like two companies doing them. Yeah, but they started the Madura last time, too. They started okay. the Madura last week, too. All right. You just don't want anybody in power getting one. I want the doctors to get it. I want the I, doctors. No, I want the doctors it. and the nurses and the the uh, the custodians and the orderlies and everybody who's working around sick people needs yeah. to get it first. Uh, fire department first responders they need to get it. Teachers need to get it. Um, and then get it. Here's who in politics needs to get it. Anyone who votes to give people two thousand dollars. Those. <laughs> You vote yes to $2,000 for people, you get the vaccine, all right? There you go. Call that. This whole thing was such a, this whole thing, is, you know, it's easy to go, hey, who who doesn't want $2,000 instead of $600? But the way it was done is all, it's all hogwash. It's all smoke and mirrors. It was never going to happen. But this way, some people could go, hey, we tried, America. We tried to get you some more money. But what, what are we going to do? Now we're going to try to get you some more money, but we're also going to, instead of just voting on the money, instead of saying people in America are suffering, they're, they're going to tie it to this crazy Section 230 where with a libel, uh, libel laws for libel protection for social media companies, which has nothing to do. What does that have to do with anything? But it's that's always the way. And... You know, judging by judging by some of the reaction I've gotten on the air, uh, there's a lot of people who don't care if people are going hungry or don't have a mortgage or whatever. They're this is just a bad, 
a bad idea and it's socialism and here we go. And I'm like, okay, well, well, what's this going to do to the economy in 10 years? I go, listen, if somebody can't feed their kids, they don't care what's happening in 10 years. They want to know what's going to happen in 10 minutes or in 10 days, you know? So it's, uh, it's rough. It's not getting any better. And, uh, I, I'm worried about what the next, well, what the next month is going to bring and then what the next couple months are going to bring as far as how bad it gets. But we've been thinking, we've been talking about it like this for nine months. Country sucks. Wow. That's your hot take? That's my hot take. Our country sucks. That's your hot Come take? On. Sending people $30,000 hospital bills. We got all the money in the world. You can write a trillion dollars for what? A new, a new military jet? You know, like they got these jets in service that have fundamental design flaws. Like three of them could fund universal health care for a year. <laughs> three of them. Three of these defective jets. We're not even at war. We bomb people all the time, but we're not even at war. It's a dumb. We don't country. want to be at war. That's I don't why like you our country at all. Like really at all. We have a wow. very bad government with bad people, bad priorities. All we do is like kill people. We don't care about education or infrastructure or vaccines. It's bad. Wow. We're the worst country. That's my hot take for the night. Wow, I'm gonna leave that one just for you. Okay, that Let's one's all on you. Other fun stuff. What else? What yeah. Do you New Year's. How happy are you? That let, here, we'll switch it. I know this will make you happy. It snowed. That was rad, dude. I shoveled for the first time in my adult life. I was gonna ask, how'd that go? Uh, my back hurts. Yeah, you got a big driveway. You're. I have a feeling in in the next couple of winters you're gonna invest in a snow thrower. Dude, they're so expensive. But okay. I know. No, they are. And especially when you have, cause you have a lot, you have a lot of sidewalk and you have a big driveway and there's going to come a point cause your son isn't going to be shoveling at good shoveling age for about 10 years, mm -hmm. you know, cause little kids can't shovel. They go, Oh, we want to help you shovel. And they make more of a mess. And then you're like, Oh, get inside. So he's not going to be any help for a while. Um, you know, obviously you could ask uh, your lovely wife to assist you. I'm sure she, she's physically able. I don't know if the, you know, physically she could do it. Mentally, I don't know if she wants to, and I don't blame her. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you're going to have to look, you're going to have to look into this to a snowblower. Yeah. Or no, snow Mike in the chat said no snowblower. Well, I would get one if I would get $2,000 from the government, Ooh. but uh, blame the Senate. You know what? That 600, though, this is the end of the season. The 600 that you might be able to get one now. Ooh, <laughs> good I one failed. For, there you go. A good one for 600. Yeah, we had that was when when we moved back from California. Uh, that was the one thing I said to Debbie. I said, "All right, I'll move back, but I'm getting a snowblower because I'm done shoveling." Well, now we're not in the house that we had, so we don't have that giant driveway and all that sidewalk. So now I'm back to shoveling, you know, like a like a coal miner. I'm out there today. I actually, this is I actually pulled the ultimate uh, suburban goofball man move today. And I, I got up, I had shoveled off the deck last night, which was a mistake. Cause then it rained. And so the deck was just a sheet of ice this morning. The dogs were sliding around. They were out of their minds. <laughs> so I just, and I look at, and I thought, well, it's supposed to rain. Then it's going to get warm and it'll probably melt. And I got to get started uh, at work. But then I thought, no. So instead of coming up and getting dressed, I just pulled on my boots and my coat and I went out and shoveled in my pajamas. 
So I was outside in my Santa print flannel pajama pants and a sweatshirt in my coat. And I, I shoveled all I shoveled and put salt down in the backyard in, uh, in my pajamas. That's the move. Did you get dressed like a human being to shovel? No. Why? Why'd I do that? That's what I'm asking. What'd you, what'd you wear? What did you shovel in your jammies? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Put on my jammies, throw on a coat. It was great. Nah. I'd say you get the coat on. How long did it take you? It was heavy today. Did, did you? It was heavy today once it's after the sleet and the all of that. It got heavy. So actually, originally, initially when I went out, I went out, it had been doing it for a couple hours. So there was like an, an inch, give or take, pretty dusty. And I used okay. my leaf blower. Really? Well, I've got a leaf blower. Yeah. Uh, my wife was like, why don't you just use the leaf blower? I'm like, I'll give it a shot. Took it out, put it on turbo, the highest, you know. I I got a lot of it out of the way pretty quickly. Um, but but I feel like I got a bunch of little static electricity shocks on my thumb. Oh. Like maybe it's like not designed for winter like dryness or something. I don't know. I don't it's know so either. weird that you would that you say that because uh I was talking about this today and somebody Somebody texted me that my neighbor was up at 530 with this with his leaf blower clearing the snow. And I'm like, what kind of what kind of lunatic uses a leaf blower to clear the snow? Now I know. Uh, yeah, well, it was like 6 p.m. And then a couple hours later, I went out and I legit shoveled because I knew it yeah. was heavier um, and all that stuff. But I don't know. It was fine. Yeah. Get used to it. Welcome to welcome to home ownership. Now, let me ask you this. How far down your sidewalk did you go? Or did you not do the sidewalk? I Oh, God, yeah. Are you kidding? Dude, sidewalk is where people sue you, right? Eh, no, not. Well, I mean, the sidewalk's kind of public property. If, they, if they're if they on your driveway or on your porch, that's where they can, that's really where they sue you. I thought you could get busted for the sidewalk outside your house. I don't know. We've talked about this every winter <laughs> when we were working with Karen. We would talk about this every winter. I think if you make a legit effort to clear it you can't be sued hmm. like you shoveled um you know and if it's really icy you should throw some salt down sure but uh if you do that they can't you know they can't do anything i think it's better than leaving it completely alone sure but yeah i always do the sidewalk still though our our neighborhood's a walking neighborhood yes. like if you come over brian and like anytime well you won't but 2023 I'll be sure. There. 2023, let's say you come over. Uh, 2025, you come over and I actually offer you a beer. Hmm. Uh, 2026, let's say. Yeah, I'm, I, normally, I'm just going to bring my own from now on. Okay, that's fair. So let's say you're coming over, you're drinking the beer you brought because I didn't give you one. And uh, you, if you sit in my living room for like an hour, you're going to see eight or nine people walk by. Yeah. Uh, families, strollers, people with their kids. Like it's... People just, it's so people, everyone in my neighborhood walks all the time. I'm not going to be that house that doesn't have its sidewalk shoveled. I was, no, you first, can't be. I was the first person within three houses on either side of me that shoveled. I went out there, I leave, I leave blue right away, like in, two hours into it. And then I went and shoveled a couple hours later. Some of my neighbors didn't snow blow till the next morning. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Uh -uh. No, I'm not that guy. My, I'm, clearing that you take a walk you go by my house you go what a nice house and what a nicely shoveled sidewalk and i went five feet into either neighbor's uh territory to make sure good for you for uh, you know a gesture of good faith yes. and all that a goodwill 
You're a good neighbor. See, I would normally I'm like you. Normally I would shovel the the minute the snow falls. But last night it was one of those where I knew it was also going to sleet and rain and everything overnight. So that's why I decided I would wait till the morning. Mm. Because also I don't like I like to get it shoveled before anybody can walk on it or before anybody can drive on it. You know, because I don't want the ruts in there. I want it all, I want it pristine. So that once I shovel there's no frozen footprints in the uh, on the sidewalk from somebody. I didn't get out there early enough today. Somebody had walked by with their dog, but because it was melting, it was not an issue. Yeah. Uh, Wendy asked if we saw the video where a guy used a flamethrower to clean his driveway. Did you see that? No. He was dressed like Cousin Eddie from uh, Christmas Vacation. He had the robe and the black socks and the hat, and he's standing out. It was somewhere down south, and he's got this flamethrower, and he's just flamethrowing his driveway. I'm like, dude, you are out of your mind. Maybe you maybe do that. Maybe get yourself a flamethrower rather than <laughs> rather than a snowblower. Could do that. Karen wanted to know, uh, or says, I think many will wait for the vaccine. Are they going to charge for the shot? The virus was free. How about the vaccine? The vaccine is going to be free, too. There's no uh, no cost for the vaccine. So if somebody tries to charge you for the vaccine, mm -mm -mm, no. Uh, if you don't shovel, I don't clean up after the dog. Wow, Mike, coming on hot. Hot take from Mike. I, like I clean it. up, you know, unless I can't. This is the time of year that I don't like for my yard. Because with the snow, then I can't see where everything is until, you know, and then it thaws. But I made sure I did a, a preemptive cleaning of the backyard before the snow came yesterday. So, and it should melt by the weekend. And then I'll be able to clean up again before, uh, before more snow comes. There you go. So there you go. Um, yeah, we've got yesterday was uh, Walter, the dog's first experience with snow. Right. And he lost his little mind. Uh, you you saw him last week. He's tiny, but he's fast and he he walks like he's drunk. Um and he saw this snow yesterday and went crazy. He was standing at the, at the sliding door, banging on it, trying to get out. We let him out. He told he the first step was a couple was tentative. He like stepped out the door looked around and then boom, he was off the deck like a shot and he was diving into the snow and he was flipping his head up and he was rolling around and he was eating it and he was just spinning, 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 spinning. And he didn't want to come in. Then this morning he went out and he was all disappointed because it had kind of frozen over with the rain and it wasn't as fluffy. So he, <laughs> he didn't get to dive, but he's enjoying eating the ice. He's enjoying, uh, he's enjoying rolling around in it. So Molly's not enjoying it because he wants to go out now all the time. Mm -hmm. And the, the three of them, it is insanity now. The, because Walter, Walter now is not the, he's not the new dog anymore. He's used to being here. So, uh, you know, just like Lawson was stealing stuff from him, he now steals stuff from Lawson. He jumps on Lawson's back. He goes after Gidget. He's running around. And there, I'm just waiting because you can see, and it's funny, I know, you know, when we personalize dogs or give them human characteristics, I could just see Gidget going one of these days, man. Cause he'll come over, he'll start, he'll start uh, you know, bumping her nose really, and she just looks at him, she gets up and she walks upstairs and goes to the office. Or if he's uh squeaking a toy too much, she gets up, she goes in the basement, she's like, I don't want to deal with this, this craziness. But the three of them tonight, they were just running nonstop. 
just running around the house like, oh, my God. And I was like, Molly, you got to let him out. No, I don't want to. You know, I, If he wants to run, let him run outside. That's what the yard is for. Let him run, get all his energy out because he's a nutball. You know? I had a pretty good dog running story from uh, the holidays. Please share. Well, I went to visit my, my older brother, Zach, bodybuilder Zach. Yes. Last Saturday after Christmas. And uh, I, I don't know their full dog situation. I don't really follow them on, on Facebook. And and I haven't I didn't talk to him a lot before really this month with the holidays because uh, quarantine. Couldn't yeah. really see him. So uh, I go over and they got a couple dogs and they got a St. Bernard. Oh, they, they like temporarily adopted just to like help it find a new home or something like that. Yeah, the foster. They're foster. Yeah. yeah, something like that. So uh I'm sitting there in the living room and the three dogs are outside. And about an hour into chatting, the barking in the backyard stops. And my wife looks outside and she goes, Isn't that one of your dogs? In the front yard. Uh oh. And uh, so my brother's and my brother uh, actually had to dip out and head to work. So I'm just there with his wife and uh, she looks outside. She's like, that sure is. So we go in back and uh, in the corner, there's like, you know, they got a, a, a fence, a picket fence, that kind of thing. Right. And uh, those last couple boards just blasted right off. Oh, no. Apparently, the St. Bernard had just charged right through. So the St. Bernard was loose. So the other two dogs kind of hung out. So she grabs them, wrangles them. They go inside. And then we're like, oh, great. So I had to go St. Bernard hunting. Oh, no. Rockford. How far did he go? Yeah, not far. A few blocks. But we we drove, like, around. And she's <sighs> like, we're gonna, I would Google. And I'm like, I got to report it to, you know, animal. like Animal control, yeah. Lost or whatever. And then we're driving, and and I was like, well, there's one more street. Let's go down this one and see what happens. It's like three blocks away from their place, uh, right there. And the, there's two people in their driveway, some dude and his girlfriend smoking a cigarette, I guess, and this giant, I mean, you know, they're huge dogs. Oh, yeah, St. Bernard's are giant. This giant St. Bernard just sitting there. So I was like, there it is. So we just pulled right in. He ran right up to us, hopped right in the car. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Like, was- hey, man, I didn't know what I was getting into. This is crazy. Oh, oh, they're so big. And then like, so he hops in the back seat. Right. And then he's like sticking his hand, you know, his head between the seats. He's like panting and there's just slobber. Slobber. everywhere. (laughs) It's like, dude. My cousin had St. Bernard's for a while. There was one. And they say that St. Bernard's have something in their brain, like a gene that can go either way where they can be either really great dogs or this, thing can flip like a switch and they can go become really aggressive and really scary and that's what happened to my cousin's dog he was he was great when he was a puppy and when he was young and uh, you know even but then all of a sudden he like just woke up one day like cujo and they're like oh man can't be around the kids so yeah st bernard's I, i love st bernard's because they t- always have brandy on them. What? Big keg of brandy hanging around their neck. What's a Cujo? You don't know Cujo from uh, Stephen King? Mm-mm. Cujo is a uh, book by Stephen King made into a movie about a St. Bernard that gets bit by a rabid bat and then turns into kind of like a he terror. He, he goes crazy and he traps a, a 
mom and son in a car and it's terrifying because a dog is a killing machine slobbering everywhere and it's all because he was out running around and stuck his nose in a log and a rabid bat bit him then he lost his mind yep have you read it no i saw the movie i don't i can't read stephen king <laughs> i can't i've tried a number of times uh there's just i debbie loves him she used to read him all the time i know millions of people love stephen king i have nothing personal against stephen king uh, i admire his uh output he's he's very prolific uh i've liked some of the movies but i can't read a book where 18 pages are describing the drapes i can't do it mm. and i've tried a number of different books and i get about two chapters in and i'm like oh, this is tedious as hell i can't no i can't do it i need a picture book mm. why are you a stephen king do you read the stephen king books obviously I've not you didn't tried. know Kudrow. i've never tried to read a stephen king book i know for a, i mean he's still very popular but for a while you couldn't everybody had stephen king books mm -hmm. like in the late 70s early 80s through the 80s everybody was reading stephen king books oh my god non-stop now they've now they've got a new uh, new version of the stand is coming out, uh, but it's on the CBS All Access, and you have to pay for that too. And I'm like, I'm not paying for another streaming service just so I can watch Whoopi Goldberg in uh, in the stand. I got too many streaming services as it is. Uh, yeah, I uh, I would try them. There's just other stuff higher on my list, like the Odyssey. Yeah, you got yeah. Now you got to read the classics. Yeah. Then after the Odyssey, read the Iliad. And, uh, you know, and then you and I can translate them back into Greek. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. We'll drink some, uh, we'll drink some bourbon counties. We'll translate the Iliad and the Odyssey. Uh, well, we should get them in the Greek text and then translate them into English. Sure. Make them into a podcast. Sure. That would be great. We just read the Iliad and the Odyssey. <laughs> Dude, yeah, ratings. It's in public domain, right? Probably. We could act it out. It's pretty it's old. All right. All right, cool. I this water we bottle do will be Poseidon. Wow. This glass of uh, drunken beer will be Dionysus. All right. This, this cocktail uh, will be delicious. This insulin pen will be Athena. Oh, I had no idea how much I need her. To quote Pete Townsend. Oh, nice right. reference. Thank you. Hi, Leroy. Leroy saying hello from Normal, Illinois. Uh, we appreciate that. It's uh, it's odd. You brought that. It's still saying it's still showing here that uh, that same number that you that we had earlier. But then I look on Facebook and there's a lot more people. So that's always that's much better. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Technology, I don't know either. Right? But we're on, so that's all that matters. Yeah, that's it's all really that matters. it's really who will Roger be? Uh, I don't know. Who could Roger be? Uh, Demeter. Okay. Wow. Good. Good pull. Nice. Very good. So I haven't I haven't read it in a lot. Well, I haven't been in high school in a long time. Well, I mean it's a so, female character, but she's really old. So that's perfect for Roger. Just a cranky old woman. You can throw on a wig. That'd be great. Sure. He's listen, he puts all those filters on his posts anyway. He's a, there's never a picture of just Roger. It's always <laughs> picture of roger in some some state of uh of being that is not him so i enjoy that i don't do the filter i don't really do selfies on social media you do a lot of selfies on facebook 
Yeah, but I don't filter them. I just uh, I do them on uh, Facebook and Instagram, but I just take a picture. That's all. I don't. Right. Uh, I'm not putting. I, I tried. I tried once to do a story on Instagram, and I had no idea what I was doing. And thankfully, those go away. But uh, yeah, and it's it's weird. Like in the last week, I haven't really been on there. I haven't done too much. So I mean, I posted uh, on Facebook about the show tonight. This one. And I posted the other day that I was going to be on WTMJ all week, be on again tomorrow from noon to three for people who are, uh, you know, who are listening. I was told today that sheep like me are going to ruin the country, Cody. In what context? Because um, I said people should wear masks and trust in science. Huh. Yeah. So sheep like me. How did How did this person tell you this? Via text. A text message, huh? You know how much I love the text messages. Did uh, Was this text message sent from a cell phone? Yes, it was actually. And the cell phone, did the cell phone transmit a wireless signal into space? The cell phone space? did in fact have a, to have a phone number attached to it. So the phone, so the, this person was using a device that sent a wireless invisible signal into space, into outer mm. space, that then bounced back and was received by you. Correct. This this thing that just no science involved in the in the no. box that she was holding that sent a thing to space that came back to you, right? The computer that she was holding, I in her listen, hand. None of that. I don't. That, that's not science, right? That's. Just, I don't know why you feel the need to present facts. What what is with you? What, why are you drinking the Kool Aid? This is Any, not science. This, this, this thing here, this is not science. Anything, but, anybody watching this on Facebook or YouTube that says science like hasn't impacted their life it is just wrong. Right. You're <laughs> well, here's the thing. I enjoy I enjoy the argument now that if if you don't agree with certain things, you're sheep and you're drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm like, but doesn't does that go the other way too? So like if I'm a sheep because I believe this and you don't, but you and your friends who don't believe it, are you also not sheep? Mm. So we can't have we can't have a disagreement. We can't have a, a discussion because it's I'm right and you're wrong. Everybody, I'm right and you're wrong, and we're all so invested in winning that argument that God forbid we actually listen and uh, do anything to meet somebody halfway or at least at least go. Okay, I heard you. You're dead wrong. We're not talking about this anymore. But you know, to discount to discount everybody who believes in science as sheep is dangerous. I think that's just me. But I know I don't want to get you all revved up again. I was revved up. I was just shooting myself some insulin, thinking about how I probably should have brought up the rest of that Bourbon County Stout. I didn't think I needed. <laughs> Here we are. I are saw. Last week you mentioned uh, last year's wheat wine. Mm -hmm. So I was at Jewel yesterday because like every good uh, suburban person, even though I live in the city, like every good person when there's a forecast of snow, I had to run to the store to make sure we had supplies, oh, even yeah. though it was only going to be for one night. Um, so there's a bit, I went to the Jewel, but the point is I'm there and I look up on the shelf and they have last year's, they have a ton of last year's wheat wine, 50% off like nine bucks a bottle did you get some i didn't um because i have cocktails to drink this weekend mm. but i may go back 
Because I, I was debating dry January again, but I don't think that's going to happen. Hmm. You know, I did it last year, and I did sober October. Hmm. So I know I can do it. But do I want to? That's that's really what it comes down to now. I've proven that I can do it. Uh, I don't need to do it. Do I want to do it? Yeah, I've still got too much beer. Yeah. I can. And, and, and as we sit here on December 30th, I think I don't want to do it. Well, the, for me, like I like, there comes a point in January. There will be a day, and that day comes, and I will just look at my fridge and be like, I don't want another stout until next winter. Yeah. My palate just erases. So that's I'm that's why I've been drinking uh, you know, couple couple a week instead of pacing, you know, uh right. trying to pace myself. Because you know like that, that day is coming. Now, do you know is it does it fluctuate in January? So are you are you trying to beat the clock? Because you know, usually by the fifth of January or by the tenth or, or every year it's different. So this year it might be January twenty-eighth, you know. Last year was January 3rd. Who knows? All I know is I'm not going to slow down. Now, what are you Don't. doing for New Year's Eve celebrations? Oh, come on. This would. Here's what I'm working till three. And then, uh, no, 3 p.m. So I'm working noon to three, which is, and, and I, lo I say I'm working. It's, you know, I'm not busting rocks. It's, yeah, you got to be, I, I've already got some. It's going to surprise you. I already have some prep done for tomorrow. Um, so I'll work till three and then we're going to do what we've done the last number of New Year's Eves. Uh, Debbie and I are going to get sushi and Molly will get something that from the place she doesn't like sushi. So she'll get some sort of Chinese dish. And then we'll, uh, we're going to play some games. We played a couple games today. We played this new game, um, Joking Hazard. And it'll be great when we can all get together. We have a couple games that are going to be great for bigger groups. This is one of them. Basically, it's three cards. Do you? Where yeah. you're making a you're making a three panel joke, and somebody judges which punchline is the funniest. Yes. Yes. So we played that today. We'll play that tomorrow. We played some. So we'll play some games. We'll probably watch a movie. Um, and I'll be up. I'll stay up till midnight. Debbie will fall asleep. The dogs will be asleep. I don't know. Uh, I don't know about Molly. Molly may make it till midnight. We have, uh, I've got a bottle of, um, uh, I don't know, sparkling wine, whatever, not champagne, but, uh, Prosecco. I've got a bottle of Prosecco ready to go for midnight. Um, got the nice Waterford champagne flutes ready to go. We'll watch, uh, I'll watch some Ryan Seacrest. I can't wait to see Mark uh, G and Greco and Janet Davies on Channel Seven doing their drunken craziness. It'll be uh, it'll be insanity. But that's it. Nothing nothing crazy. We're not uh, you know we're not going to see anybody. Unfortunately, what about you guys? Did you, did you have a blast playing Joking Hazard? Uh, we did. We had a lot of fun. Um, we have that one, and we have another one that's kind of uh, we played bad bad emoji which we have, which is, uh, an adult, an adult emoji game and, uh, surprising how many horrible phrases that I was able to figure out just really where Debbie and Molly are like, Oh my God. And I'm like, yep. Uh, and then there's another, we have this other adult game that, but we need some more people to play it where it's, um, you got to figure out what the phrase is. It's all kind of broken up in a weird phonetic way. 
And so you listen to the phrase and then you have to figure out what it is. What's the game called? Uh, I can't. Oh, boy. I can't remember. It sounds vaguely familiar. I don't know if I would know it. Yeah, um, I don't know. No, same as you. I actually, the first, uh, I got a joking hazard for Christmas a few years ago. And it was just me and my wife. And we just sat together. Like, it's not a two-player game. No, it's not but really a three-player game either. But true. we did it. But we still, we, we just like laid out some scenarios and just laughed. Like it was very yeah. fun. Oh, it was, it was really funny. And it's one of those where I'm like, I'm pretty good at this just cause I, you know, I could do it. And Molly's really good at it too. But Debbie got a couple in that were like, okay, that was, you deserve, you deserve the win on that one. That was very good. So, so yeah, we'll just do that kind of stuff. Now you used to have big parties, you used to have big, crazy parties. You're not doing that this year, are you? Well, we thought we thought we might uh, we might see Craig this year. Actually, he was gonna, okay. He had a potential trip up to the Chicagoland area planned for some business stuff and other reasons. And uh, he unfortunately, uh, I think, is is just uh, decided with the COVID and all that stuff, it's probably not going to happen. So we we were going to maybe host him. He was kind of oh. our only shot. Um, <laughs> all our other close friends are occupied or have COVID or I mean. <laughs> Occupied or have COVID, or think they might have COVID, or are dating someone that has COVID. I mean, everyone's just. Why do you want to hang out? We could do a virtual hang. <laughs> That's what I thought. Not hanging. I will. I do have something to drop off at your house, though. I'll probably come uh, swing by this weekend and drop it I off. I got something for you to pick up because you have your. Uh, well, I, I don't have your Christmas gift, but I have the gift from uh, a, an employer for you. Perfect. Yeah. That's gift enough, honestly. Well, do that and you get to see me through the window. As the other gift. As, as I peel away, <laughs> peel away down the street, go, don't look at me. Aha. Don't look at me. No, it's, um, yeah, that was, I had to go back. I went in to pick them up. Well, for, it doesn't matter. We, uh, Cody and I got something from G, from WGN for Christmas, which was completely unexpected, to, to be very honest. It's completely unexpected. But, um, so we talk. You talk to Marlene Wells, who's been she's a wonderful woman. She's been uh, at the station for I don't know, almost, I want to say forty years, something like that, almost as long as Orion. Um, and so the gifts were in, uh, but we had to. She didn't want to leave them out, so they were in my locker, which I was surprised I still had a locker, to be quite honest. And thank God, years ago when I got that locker, I took a picture of the instructions with the combination. So it was still on my phone because when you said, hey, they're going to be there, they're in the locker. And I'm like, oh, no, the locker. <laughs> We're going to have to get a pry bar, pop that baby open, uh, like get a hire a safe cracker to come in. But um, I figured I'd go down there on Saturday when nobody was around because it just it's easier to get in and out. And I didn't want to have to pay to park. So I figured if nobody's there for me to talk to, uh, that's great because I could zip in and zip out. Uh, now Sandy, it's not very promising, but, uh, <laughs> but thank you for, thank you for the optimism. It, but again, it was very nice. It, it's very nice. So, um, I, I found the picture before I left the house and I went up Saturday afternoon and I did, uh, I got to tell you, you had left a half a bag of pretzels and some other treats in the locker. When was the last time you were in that locker? 2019. 
So uh, I hope you don't mind. I threw away your half a bag, uh, opened bag of rolled gold pretzels and uh, something else. And I, I, there wasn't much. We, we, had, we didn't leave much in there. We never used it, really. Yeah. I think there's about 400 pens and some dried up dry erase markers left in there. But uh, you had a couple books in there that I brought and, uh, you know, I think some glucose tablets that I brought. <laughs> so those are all in your bag with your, uh, with your treat. But it was nice of Marlene. She had each bag labeled and jammed in the locker. And, uh, and it still worked. So it was, I was, I'm not going to lie to you. As I walked into the lobby and took out my key card, I was like, I don't know. So, and I got through, I got into the, uh, they've redone the lobby. I got into the elevators. I was like, okay. Cause when I was there a couple months ago, a few months ago, uh, the lobby was all under construction. So I got up there and, uh, the key worked. And so that was it. We're in. So that was very nice. So I have to come and drop that off. But that was, that was, I said, it was funny. Cause I sent you a picture of, the sign in the lobby where, and I'm like, where am I? <laughs> and you're like, what is going on? What are you doing? You were a little shocked. There was one time even doing your show. Uh, we had like a month off for baseball or something. And I came back in and I legit, I walked in the elevator and I was like, I, someone else got in the elevator too. This is like two years ago. And I, I, the door shut and they were like, what floor? And I just looked at them and I was like, <laughs> I don't remember. I, and I just, I just had one of those moments where I, was, I literally don't know what floor WG had. And I had been like, this was when we had a show regularly. Yes, we were there all and the time. I, I just, I was like, ah, uh, and then I had to quickly be like, I mean, I work for WGN because the person starts looking at me like, why are you in this elevator? Yeah, what are you How doing? Are you freak? Uh, <laughs> kind of freaking out, but I've had those moments before. Um, yeah. So it was, it, it was not, it was weird. Cause it, uh, it'd been a while. And I was like, I'm not going to pay. Cause when, when we would go in to do shows, I always parked in the building, mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, well, I'm not going to pay to just run upstairs. So I circled around and I found a, a, one of these standing zones where you leave the, leave your flashers on for 15 minutes. And I'm like, all right, I got 15 minutes. So let's, I got to hightail it. So I was praying, not that I didn't want to see anybody or say hello to people, but I was like, I got to get out of here. So let's, let's ski daddle. Do you know, uh, Orion's last day is tomorrow. Really? Yes. After 50 years, he is retiring. The great Orion Samuelson. That's amazing. Isn't it? It's incredible. 50 years, 50 years anywhere at any job is amazing. 50 years in radio at one place is unbelievable it's unheard of yeah it's, it's got to be a world record for america it's, i it's got to be some kind of record so congratulations orion has always been uh quite a gentleman yes and i teased him but not teased him i was genuinely when i first started i think i've told this story i was very intimidated by him because he's a legend yeah you know and he's got this booming voice and i hadn't met him i just knew him from growing up listening to him. And I was like, uh, and I made 60 years. Alex says 60 years. That's right. Cause we were there when it was 50 years, mm -hmm. 60 years. So, um, the first time I was going to, I was filling in for Steve and Johnny. So Orion came in at the end of their show 
and did the, you know, the first reports and all that kind of stuff. And I had been joking saying I was so nervous and I was so intimidated <laughs> and he came in and I got to give it to him. He played it perfect. He sat down. He's like, so I'm intimidating to you. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then he left and he was, and, um, he said one of the nicest things to me ever there, um, that I, that's something I've never shared and I'm not going to, cause it was, it was just for me, but coming from him, it was, it was like being talked to by God. So I was, you know, so congratulations to Orion on a wonderful career. So, oh, Janice says we should, we should get him on the show. Perhaps he will now. He's going to have a lot of time on his hands yeah. flying around. I'm sure he's still going to be very busy. The guy has like a million jobs. I remember the thing he said to you, and I, I won't share it because, again, it's for you, but you told me. Oh, did and, I tell you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I think you may be, you and Debbie may be the only people. It was in the studio, right? He said it to you when you were in the studio. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. yeah. When you, yeah, if, if it's the same thing I'm thinking of. Anyway, uh, yeah. He said something nice, Brian, about how good he is. That's all. What's that? He said something nice, Brian, about how good he is. And you're very good. So that's anyway, uh, can you please say hi to my husband, Clyde? We are big fans. Well, Clyde, first of all, I have to question your taste, but thank you. And yes, hello, Clyde. How are you? Um, we're we're glad you're big fans. We are glad you're watching and uh, listening. So thank you very much. That's from. Uh, so did we ever find out what Cody got for Christmas, or was I away when he said? Well, he got this big big game. And he got a uh, very special book of the Odyssey. Mm -hmm. And he got a new baby. Got a baby. Got a baby. That's a good gift. I had some other stuff. I mean, I got some other stuff too, but those were the. Those were the highlights. Those, that, that was the big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get any tools? I know you were thinking that maybe your mom and dad were going to give you some tools for the house. I did. Cordless you get? drill and cordless impact driver. Wow. A mm -hmm. cordless impact driver. Mm-hmm. Wow, what are you going to use that for? Fix that's that's fence. beyond my realm of uh, expertise. Fix my fence. Wow, a cordless impact driver. What does it do? I, I I'm serious because that I don't have. I literally don't know. Is it like a hammer? Is it like I, a? It was. It came in one box. It was like okay. cordless drill and impact driver. There's two different. There's different things. I believe the impact driver. Yeah, just pounds and nails and stuff. Oh man, it might, uh, maybe it, I, I mean, I've used, I've used drills that have chiseled bits on it. And back when I was doing construction and would hammer, uh, you know, pound into the, uh, pound into the concrete. Yeah. wonder if it's like that. This is uh, exciting. I want out. you to impact drive something. I, I got some projects, uh, that I'd like to you know, get started on. Well, you're very well, we're getting, uh, saying we made Clyde's night. That's very nice. Sweet. Well, you, we we are happy. You made our night too. Thank you, Clyde. Um, this they were watching. Uh, They're watching on YouTube. <laughs> but, <laughs> you see, I don't know what you see. You see me there. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're waiting for me to say. It's like uh, I was waiting for you to say something. Yes. Yeah. How about anything? YouTube. Don't forget to smash that like button. Subscribe. No, like and subscribe. We don't do that, do we? Comment. Do we point down? Do you read that? Uh, check the video links below and check over here for more details and uh, subscribe on my channel and go over here. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, 
Uh, well, see, you're the guy. You know all that jazz. You're the social uh, media maven. Tumblr, Reddit, uh, more YouTube, Google Photos, uh, Office 365. Uh, Are you TikToking? Slack, Zoom, Steam, Discord, Skype, Safari, Mail, Photos, Excel. Follow me on Microsoft Word. Get my PowerPoint deck down here. Uh, oh, you're right. Never mind. Uh, yeah, you don't have to say anything. You're okay. <laughs> okay. This is what happens. As you just get all you get all revved up. And to answer your questions earlier, I have no New Year's plans. It'll be the first time ever with no New Year's plans. We've got a baby, so that kind of works out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, you think you'll I, make it to midnight, or is that even an, an issue? Do you even care? I I don't care. I mean, I I yeah. usually do, um, but I I've recently over uh, uh, encountered this this thing that happens. Uh oh. Where sometime between five p.m. and midnight, I will be sitting on the couch or in between activities doing something, you know, whatever. Sit on the couch, look at my wife, and I just say. I just need to rest my eyes for a second. <laughs> and then I fall asleep for one to seven hours. Like, All right. like last night, it was like, it was like 6.30. And she was like, oh, do you want to like do this? Do you want to do this? Do you want to like watch Star Trek? Do you want to whatever? And I was like, I, I don't know. Just, just give me a second. And she's like, okay, I'll go put the baby upstairs. So I immediately fall asleep. I feel a blanket go over me. I'm like, great. I wake up about two hours later and I look over. And she's passed out right next to me. This was at like before 7 p.m. Well, that and, makes uh, sense. You guys have a newborn. Oh, dude. It's, but, you know, he doesn't really deprive us of that much sleep. He's pretty good through the night. Um, but, yeah, there's just – it just all catches up to you, you know? Yeah. A really early morning here, a, a misplaced night cry there, and – yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I, I'm to the point where the other night, was it last night or the night before, I'm falling asleep the minute we're done with dinner. And I don't even have the big chair anymore. It doesn't matter where I am. We were Debbie and Molly wanted to watch the Da Vinci Code the other night because Molly hadn't seen it. And I had, you know, Debbie was like, oh, do you want to watch it with us? And I was like, yeah, okay, I guess. I saw the first 20 minutes. I saw the last 10 minutes. That was all I needed to see. Cause I was sound asleep and it doesn't matter like tonight. And, and I'm getting up earlier because I'm doing the shows, but I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not doing the physical labor, but then we eat dinner. And sometimes even during dinner, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so tired. <laughs> I got to sleep. And then I just fall asleep. But then, so then I fall asleep for, like you said, like an hour, hour and a half. Then I wake up, then I can't go back to sleep. So now I'm up and it's like, now it's one o'clock. Then I go to sleep at one o'clock. I'm up at seven. It's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I imagine we'll make a concerted effort to stay up late-ish tomorrow. Yeah. The baby's in bed by seven. Right. And he's not going to see the problem is he's not going to care on Friday. If you stayed up and right. are tired, he's going to want to get up no matter what. So his New Year's schedule is the same as his New Year's Eve schedule. Whatever time he's up, he's up. Let's go, Mom. Let's go, Dad. Right. 
I've never done anything less than a huge party or yeah. outing for New Year's. So this will be the most low-key New Year's I've ever had. And that's fine. Well, order yourself something nice for dinner. Pizza. You know? Pizza? You know, see, you said sushi. And so I, uh, one of my yeah. nicest New Year's Eves, I had a sushi night date, a double date with a, an ex Ooh. and uh, another couple that we knew. It was really nice. We kind of treated ourselves. But like, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how we look at it because we don't get it very often, you know, and it's, it's become, it started, it started while Molly was in high school and we were staying home because Molly was having a bunch of the girls over for a, you know, a little party, whatever. So Debbie and I were staying home and, uh, CB, one of the insatiable insomniacs was coming over. So we got all this sushi and then we've kind of carried it on because it got to a point when I was on the road all the time, when I was doing stand-up, I was always working New Year's Eve. Always. I was what people did for New Year's Eve. And so when I stopped doing that, it was like every year I would have FOMO. You know, you would invite us over to, to the parties and stuff and uh, sometimes and other people would. But there was really, other than maybe going out to dinner, I didn't want to go to one of these big ballroom parties or anything like that, where you're paying an exorbitant amount of money. I had done all that kind of stuff and Debbie didn't want to do it. So it was like, okay, it's easier to either, if somebody, uh, you know, a couple of times uh, friends would invite us to their house for something really small, or we, Chris would come over and we'd have sushi while Molly had her friends over. It turned out that was, that was fine with me. I have, you know, I've, I've done a lot of partying in my life. I've done a lot of drinking in my life. I don't need to put on a suit and go somewhere to, you know, like if, if it was normal times and you were like, well, we're staying home because of the baby. Do you guys want to come over? Or we'd say, why don't you come over early, bring the baby. And then whenever you, you know, whenever you need to go home, you go home, we could play some games. And when the baby needs to go, you, you could go. That to me would be fantastic. You know, get a little food, have a little, uh, have a little booze and, uh, there you go. But yeah, I don't, you know, listen, I, I spent so many new year's eves in comedy clubs and nightclubs and bars. <laughs> like, uh, I think the, I'm trying to remember, it wasn't the last one I did, but it was one of the last ones. I got a call to, uh, I got a call from a club in Detroit. And the booker was like, hey, they want to book you for New Year's Eve. And I was like, oh, man. I'm thinking, I don't want to go to Detroit for New Year's Eve, even though it's, you know, not far from where De Debbie's family and stuff at the time. I'm like, I don't want to. And I said to Debbie, I go, they, they want me for New Year's Eve. And I had just been on the road for the three weeks prior to Christmas. So I just, you know, I would, I would have just been getting home and we would have to leave again. And she was like, well, you know, what are they willing to pay? I go, I, I don't know. I don't want to go. She said, well, then make them an offer that they're You know, they're going to refuse. And I was like, all right, I'll do that. So I quoted them a price, um, that I had never, I had never made this kind of money for, you know, a weekend before thinking for sure they would say no. So I tell the booker, this is the money. And he goes, they're not going to pay you that. I go, well, if they want me, they'll pay it backfired because they came back they're like yeah that's uh, okay and you'll get the hotel and we'll you know and i'm like oh 
So long story short, I fly to Detroit for uh fly to Detroit. Debbie comes. Molly, Molly was little. She went and stayed at my, it was nice because she got to go. She went to my mother-in-law's for a couple days and Debbie was down with me on New Year's Eve. And then uh, we went and picked Molly up and, uh, you know, but I was like, Ugh. so now I have no desire to, to do anything crazy. You know, I just, uh, I know that sounds sad and old, but really it's amateur night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's... No, if you like having a party at your house is different. Having a party at your house, I think, is fun. No, we love house parties. Right. We always had one, but you know, it's just like there are no ho- like we have already celebrated every single holiday this year, mm-hmm. uh, like the wrong way, right? Right. Like the the only pre pandemic holiday there was was Valentine's Day, and I was out of town traveling on business that weekend. Oh no. Yeah, so literally no thing in 2020 has been celebrated like and Valentine's Day you don't party anyway, you just do it with no. your significant other. So yeah. even if I had been around, we we could have had a perfectly fine Valentine's Day in quarantine. Sure. In fact, it's February, it could be the first like properly celebrated holiday in quarantine. Yeah. Because you can actually do it with your your loved one if you well, have your anniversary, that. you were, you know, you're able to oh, do sure. that. The, the personal stuff, but I mean like yeah. 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 Like yeah, big Fourth of July, Arbor Day, mm-hmm. those kind of holidays Boxing where you usually day. go crazy. Boxing Day, uh, Flag Day, yeah. all the all the big days. Groundhog National Day, National Milkshake Day. Today's actually National Bacon Day. Really? Fun fact. That was a fun fact. I had I so much fun. Yeah, bacon is fun. Wendy says you're supposed to eat really good food for New Year's to start the year out right. So that might be a good plan for you. Order Sushi. something nice. Yeah. Order yourself gonna, a little something. I was going to go pizza because we have a, a Pizza Friday concept at our mm-hmm. household. Okay. Well, tomorrow's Thursday. New Year's Eve is Thursday, but then it's like, well, we're not going to order something fancy Thursday and then get Pizza Friday. That's like just too much. Why not? Live it up, man. All right. I'll think about it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. That's fair. Yeah, have a good time. Did you watch, uh, Mike says, uh, Wonder Woman 84, put him to sleep. Did you watch the new Wonder Woman movie? No, no. I subscribed to a podcast that said it was uh, problematic um, by, like, glorifying Reagan-era policies or something. I don't remember. What uh, What was your take? Well, I had, se- I had seen on the internet everybody was blasting it. Mm-hmm. And I really, really liked the first one. And let's be honest, uh, I don't mean this to sound in any way demeaning, but Gail Godot is easy on the eyeballs. There's no doubt about it. She makes a fine Wonder Woman. She's a lovely, lovely actress. Um, I thought the first one was better. I slept for about, uh, eh, I guess I slept for about a half hour, 40 minutes in the middle. So I really need to go back and watch watch it some more. But it, it was, you know, the villain isn't as good as the, the first time she's fighting the Nazis. You can't get better than fighting the Nazis. You know, so now there's this uh, Pedro Pascal, who's the Mandalorian, um, is the main villain, and he's kind of like Trump. And so I could see, I saw, I saw a lot of people saying that it was too, uh, too heavy handed that way. And it, you know, that was a pretty obvious comparison. And uh, some of the CGI with uh, Kristen Wiig, who I thought did a really good job as the villain, uh, but 
the CGI in the final fight scene was like, it's not for, for a movie that costs this much. That's not great. So, you know, it's not a complete waste of time. It's not as good as the first one. And it's out of, uh, I don't know. What are you, what are they? Four stars. I'd probably give it two and a half, you know? So if you like wonder woman, it's definitely worth seeing. Uh, don't go into it with high hope. You know what you should watch? You should watch Soul, the new uh, the new one on Disney, voiced by Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. It was wonderful. Wonderful. Just released on Christmas. Soul? Soul. S-O-U-L, the traditional spelling. Okay. It's about a... Uh, a guy who's a music teacher, but he's also a jazz pianist. And uh, I don't, I don't know, but let's just say uh, something happens and he goes, he realizes his, it's hard to describe without giving it away. Okay. But he thinks he dies, but his soul, you know, it follows his soul. And then he meets this other soul and it's where all the souls are there. And it, it's really, it's really good. It's right. really good. So it's a uh, it, heartwarming. Molly thought it was going to be very, very sad. It is not. It is not sad, but it is a little emotional, a little thought-provoking mm. at the end, and it has a very good, has a very good message. Leaves you with a good feeling, and is thoughtful, and it's funny, and uh, the music is pretty good. You know, I enjoyed it. Soul is animated, Sandy. Yes, Soul is animated, uh, and it is the first Disney film with a, an African American lead character. Uh, as I said, voiced by Jamie Foxx. Okay. One of the souls that he is interacting with is voiced by Tina Fey. Um, and it's it's really kind of cool. All right. So I'll there's 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 your pick to click right there. I'm more of soul. a I'm more of a discovery plus kind of guy. Yeah, when does that uh, when does that start? January 4th. All right, coming up. Coming up next Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. And they're gonna have what? They're going to have everything, aren't they? Everything. All right. Like everything. Well, I just, uh, because I got this new computer, I guess I got an email today that I get Apple Apple TV Plus, mm. which is the one where you actually get to see, where you actually get to see the stuff on Apple TV. Because normally they go, hey, you got Apple TV. And I have the app on my smart TV. But then you go to Apple TV, you don't get to see anything on Apple TV. You mm. don't get to see any of their originals. You don't get to see any of the big ticket items. It's all on Apple Plus. Hmm. Which is a ripoff. I don't like that. I like that. I don't like that either. No. I think if you buy, if you're paying for the service, you should get the you should get the service. Same thing happened when we bought uh, my wife bought Just Dance 2020. The uh, it's like a it's like the dancing game. It's like a video game, and you got a camera, oh, yeah. and then you like do these dance moves. Not like Dance Dance Revolution where you've got a pad, but right. you're the screen. There's, there's a camera. Or you can just hold your smartphone and it'll motion detect and you're doing like poses and like actually dancing, right? Okay. So like full routines. But like the game itself comes with like 10 songs. And then it's like for all these other songs, subscribe to the Just Dance Unlimited subscription service. Like a whatever dollars Stop. a month or whatever. Yeah. No. So did she? Did no. she? No. She doesn't want to play that much. I kind of wanted to get it to her for Christmas. I forgot. Uh, she would have uh, gotten mad if I did, so I'm glad I didn't. Well, now you can do it for Valentine's Day. Uh, ooh. Or her birthday. Or just a random Thursday. 
we did it together a couple times. Uh, one of the built-in songs is the Baby Shark song. Oh, God. That's pretty good. How long did it take you to get it out of your head? Uh, boy, it's still there. Baby shark, baby shark, baby shark, baby shark. It wasn't your head. You were substituting. Baby shark. Grandma shark, grandma shark. Yes, grandpa shark, mommy shark, daddy shark, baby shark. Whoever thought of that song made a bazillion dollars for the most inane, horrifying earworm song on the history of the planet. But every child loves it. Every little child. And, oh, oh, I I heard it so many times at school. Just, oh, stop. We'd put it on when I was in some of the really, uh, the really special classes with the tiny kids. At the end of the day, as we're trying to get some of them dressed to go home and the others are sitting, just put that video on, the Baby Shark video, and they're mesmerized. Baby shark, 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 they're mesmerized, and I just want to hang myself from the rafters. Daddy shark, 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 daddy shark, shark, daddy shark, shut up. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get to hear all that fun stuff. Bringing the new year with baby shark, I like we that. Just did. Idea, Maria, we just did. Sally says Ma Rainey was fabulous. That's the one on Netflix with Chadwick Boseman. Um, we watched uh. We watched another oh, a Jingle Jangle, which is a new one, a new Christmas movie on Netflix. Had um, who was in it? Uh, oh, now I can't remember. But uh, it was really good. One, it was one of the Key or Peel. I think it was a uh, Key is in it, and then uh, Forrest Whitaker is in it, and it's uh, it was a nice little Christmas movie. It's brand new this year. So that was uh, that was fun to watch. That had some nice music in it. Sweet. Yeah. So that's uh, you know that's all that's all we've been doing. Not much. Uh, not much uh, else going on. It's it's weird that there's uh, at this time of year there's so little going on because of what we're going through. You know, if you were to look back at this year, other than COVID and the election, what is and well, you've had you've had a big year. This was even though even with the pandemic, you have still had a very exciting year filled with a lot of really good stuff mm -hmm. would you agree yeah i mean i got a house moved out of the city got a new car not well a, you know new for us car right had a baby first baby uh learned woodworking remodeled a bunch of our house we painted we're starting to paint we just painted a wall last night nice i mean we've we've been we've painted a lot of our house but we decided to paint more of it which is i'm happy with so yeah it's just, i mean i built this podcast studio i'm about to redo all the lighting because the <laughs> wiring is wrong which is whatever why is that happening right there this is too know. much but yeah you've had a you've so you've had a pretty good year i had a great year i i can complain about very little from this year yeah i don't know how about you yeah even with even with being well my you know We've we've all stayed healthy, which is good. Yeah. Um, you know, knock on wood. Uh work has not been great this year because, you know, uh it, when March happened, I couldn't go in anymore to TMJ and I couldn't go into school. So that was it's been rough. But since since uh with Craig's help uh, getting everything hooked up here and your help with this uh, the new microphone, being able to do the radio shows from my house has been phenomenal. You know, so that that's been really good. 
Um, you know, Molly, we were able to get Molly out of New York and, and help her get down to her new job. And she's got a good, a good thing going in new Orleans. Now, Debbie has been able to work from home the whole time. So, you know, we're very, very fortunate that way. And it's been a great excuse not to have to go to places I didn't want to go, you know? So it's been perfect. The, you know, I do miss, I do miss going to, I missed it a lot in the summer going to like, uh, breweries and sitting outside and having a beer or, you know, the time I came to your house, I would have liked to have walked into your house and seen what it looked like, or, you know, and hang out and we'll do, you know, that's coming. We'll, we'll do that again. So there's, there's things like that, but overall, you know, I'm no worse off than I'm much better off than a lot of people. So I have to, I try to keep that in mind, I'm much better off than a lot of people. Um, and we, you just keep going. So that's that. And, and it gave us an excuse to start this, which was fun. And some other stuff that, I, that I started uh, that is fun. So, you know, who knows, who knows what lies ahead, but I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to getting everybody vaccinated just so we then have the choice of what we want to do. You know, then, then you have the choice if to go out, you have the choice to hang around with a lot of people. You have the choice to go back to big concerts or, or sporting events or the movies or any of that stuff. And if you, if you want to, that's great. And if you don't want to, that's cool too, but at least we can, and people will be back at work and, you know, I don't hold out a lot of hope for uh, other stuff in the country, but I hold out hope for that kind of stuff, you know, cause I don't, I don't see us getting any closer together after <laughs> even with a vaccine and stuff, but what are you going to do? Yeah. I got to get some stuff to do. My, uh, my sister gifted me for babysitting. Really? Second. Yeah. That's a nice gift. That's a great gift. And uh, is it, you, you know, it's a great gift, but is it this year? Well, like next year, it'd be a great gift this but, year. Do they, do they expire? I don't think so because I okay. gotta imagine it's a year. Right. But, uh, the, the nice thing is right. I mean, my kids, what, like about four months old now. So, uh, let's say the vaccine gets us. He'll be about a year old before anything happens. Right. Like yeah. nothing's on the, I mean, I have guns and roses did get rescheduled to July. Ooh. I don't think that's we'll see. Yeah. Might still, it might still be too soon. Might still be too soon. Now there's another show in uh, September or October, uh, the CSO, we got tickets to that might be enough, but we'll see. But anyway, uh, so, uh, the nice thing is that, by the time stuff starts happening, that's when he'll be old enough to babysit anyway. Yeah, we're exactly. What I can tell her, ask her to watch a four-month-old, right? Yeah. He still needs mom around then. That's yeah, that's true too. No, that'll be a good time to go. Um, Christine says, Thank you both for providing a fun diversion every week. Been a tough year for all of us. Well, you're very welcome, Christine. And this I, I can only speak for me, but this has helped me get through it too. Uh, being able to do this with Cody and then Craig and then both of them. So it has been uh it's been a lot of fun. It's been fun with doing with you and very rewarding for exactly what Christine just said. Look, like I've, I've got, I have friends and I have family and I have a lot of people I know that are, uh, they're just having a tough time. Yeah. Like it's, it is, uh, it is, it is starting to get really hard on some people. Like just, I just, even if things are fine, even if you're gainfully employed right. in a happy marriage and all this stuff, like it's just, it's just starting to, 
for extroverts that are used to being around people and, and, you know, just the lack of all this stuff. I mean, we all know, right. But yeah, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm struck with how, um, how poorly some people who are in relatively good positions are taking it. Uh, I don't blame them. Uh, no, I don't either. It's, it's very difficult. You know, I've, for my science show, I've, I've talked to psychologists and people from like Johns Hopkins and, uh, you know, like, uh, the UC Berkeley and stuff and like, like psychologists and, and everything. And they, every single one of them, the common thread is like, be forgiving and be kind to each other when you can. Cause like there's people lashing out at each other. There's, you know, people blowing each other off. There's friends not talking to each other anymore. Cause everyone's just, ah, so I, Oh yeah. yeah. We can keep some people company. And, uh, I really hope that, uh, everyone's able to hold it together for a little bit longer. There's light at the end of the tunnel, but it's like, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Unfortunately, at this point, it's still a very small light, but it's going to get bigger. And mm -hmm. it is, you know, as, as much as sometimes it's hard and I am not, uh, you know, me, I'm not Mr. Rosy outlook all the time, but I do, I do see it coming. I think these, you know, the vaccines, the vaccines are here. We just have to, we have to figure out how to get them to everybody a little bit faster. And I think, I think some fresh eyes on the situation uh, come January might move that along. You know, uh, we got to this point, we got the vaccines. So now we need to figure out how to expedite getting them out. So that is, that is a good thing. It's not, you know, Molly said this to me the other night. She goes, boy, everybody's acting like once 2021 starts, everything's going to be perfect. She said, but you know, we're, the pandemic is still here. We still got all this problem. I said, yeah, that's true. So we can't think that, you know, at the end of January, if you go, but, but things still suck. Well, yeah, they're probably going to suck for a little while, but they're not going to, they're not going to suck forever. And you know, uh, that, that's what I keep holding on to, but you're right. I, there was just a, right before we came on, I was watching the news. That's a thing on television, Cody, where uh, uh, the mainstream media lies to us. Yeah. Uh, because we're sheep. You know what the news is. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they were, there was a big report on the effect of this on the mental health of teenagers. And I know at the beginning, one of the things that people were saying was, you know, if you're, if the kids aren't going into school, they're going to suffer psychologically from not being around their friends and feeling cooped up and all this. And I, at the very beginning, I was like, come on. But the longer this has gone on, I, that, that is very, very uh, legit. You know, old people, well, anybody who's, we're all meant to be around somebody. We're all meant to be, to, to have interaction. And whether you're 16 or 75, if you're completely cut off, that's not good for anybody. I saw a story yesterday about a Boy Scout troop in Texas that had built these hug booths for nursing homes because this, this one administrator had said one of the things that the people who lived there were saying was that was what they missed the most is contact with their loved ones. So she happened to mention it to some friends of hers, and this 17-year-old kid in the Boy Scouts got other Boy Scouts together, and they built these booths with plexiglass and then wood on the side and those long rubber, like the boy in the plastic bubble kind of gloves that you would reach through. And so the resident can reach through with these gloves and hug their, hug their relatives and just have that kind of content 
and that's enough. You know, it's not, it doesn't take the place, but it's enough to give them that little pick me up to keep them, to keep them going, you know? So, you know, if we could, if we could be a tiny, if we could be a tiny help, thank you for that. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that's not, you know, I'm not patting myself on the back. Uh, Cody calls himself a hero. I find that a little distasteful, uh, a little stolen valor, but you know, for the rest of us, uh, I'm just, because for me, this is, this is my outlet. This is how I, you know, or I'd be going crazy too. This is my creative outlet too. I mean, I'm creative on the other stuff that I do for my job, but I, I get to just, I get to let my hair down and uh, drink and say horribly offensive things, uh, inflammatory things about yeah. people I dislike on this show. And it's great. Everybody loves it. And you got the hot takes. Me. Yeah. On your regular, on your day job, on your day job, you have to be like scientific. I'm nice. You have to just the facts. Here you can say whatever you want. Sure. You can wear your crazy Bernie Sanders t-shirt. You can get all lubed up and, you know, spout off. I paid for the shirt. I figure, you know, so what if he's not running anymore? I get to wear it. I paid Listen, for he's it. Listen, he's on TV all the time anyway. So it's, you know, it's almost what? like he's still running. He's all, they're always talking to Bernie. No, no, no. What, what's the, what's TV? Oh, TV is that thing that you don't watch because you're, uh, you know, you're highly evolved. You're reading, you're reading the Odyssey. And listening to uh, classical music. I'm listening to classical Me, music. Me, I'm watching Porky's so I can uh, hopefully get a shot of boobs at some point. Porky Pig? No. I do like Porky Pig. Well, it is National Bacon Day. It is National Bacon Day, so I don't want to taunt Porky Pig by thinking about bacon. Plus, is it? can you watch Porky Pig anymore? Because he's got that speech impediment. Am I going to get canceled if I like Porky Pig? I'm not sure. <laughs> Did I tell you about the Assassin's Creed uh, <laughs> woke thing? No. Assassin's Creed? Hold on. Uh, let's see. Assassin's Creed is a video game, right? Yeah, all right. <laughs> was it a movie, too? This is so stupid. There's a lot of them. Okay. A lot of Assassin's Creed games. Uh, all right, so I had to pull this up. All right. Uh, in Assassin's Creed Valhalla... Um, Someone uh, was irate. Just, I mean, just, oh my God. Oh my God. Just, it's a sin. There's a character in the video game. So Assassin's Creed is a game where you, you run around and kill people, right? I don't really play it, but you, kill, yeah. you assassinate people. You are, an, you are an assassin who kills people. You end people's lives via weapons, by murdering humans that are people, and you kill them. That's the game. That is what you do in this game. So someone. So was wait, like, it's about assassins. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. All right. So uh, there was a there's a character in the game, right? A lot of a lot of video games these days, they'll have like a codex where you encounter enemies and it'll give you little written descriptions of them if you pause the game. Uh, to, it, it fleshes out the story. It gives them lore. It's it's like describing drapes for eight pages in a Stephen King novel. Oh, right? I've heard of that. Yeah. Right. So you, you kill a bandit it's, or a gunner. It'll say like, oh, gunners are typically trained in this to support this. You know, it's a little bit of backstory. So there's a character in this game. Uh, and the description is that the character was uh, horribly burned in a childhood accident. Ooh. Air for wine is terrified someone will see her disfigured face. She relieves her fury with bursts of violence. Okay. okay. 
All right, so that's that's a character, right? It's like there's a written character you wrote, right? Someone is is disfigured, they they're self-conscious about it. Um, and uh they they you know, um they channel that through anger and violence, right? That's right. probably a realistically written character. No, uh it uh it is ableism, Brian. This ableism. Ableism? Yes, it's ableism. You're reinforcing ableism with that language. Uh, ableism, what, what exactly is ableism? People being people being able to do something that others are not. So like what, if I say that I'm that I'm able to walk into a bar, like I'm being ableist because like I have legs and I can walk with those legs and other people don't have the use of their legs. Okay. This is a thing. So, That's a bad example, but Right. So well, here's the definition. It says uh, discrimination in favor of able-bodied people. Right. Okay. So how is how is this character who was again a fictional character in an assassin game who has been uh disfigured in a fire and now channels her fury in violence, how is that how are we discriminating against who are, who's being discriminated against? This person said it's absolutely unacceptable to talk about facial differences in this way. Uh, and uh, an activist urged writers to do better. So, okay. Yeah. Relax. So, anyway, Assassin's Creed quickly retracted the character. They introduced a patch to the game, deleting that character. Uh, I just want to remind people that this takes place in the context of a video game in which you murder people by killing humans with, by killing people. You but everybody can kill them, right? Yeah. Not just able, able-bodied people. Everybody can kill. Sure. Yeah. So that I think mm -hmm. is the dumbest. I, you know, 2020, there was a lot of dumb stuff. Well, listen, we're ending on the, that's very dumb. And the uproar over Alec Baldwin's wife. Maybe being from Spain or maybe not being from Spain. Wait, what? Uh, oh, this you yeah you. <laughs> this has been all over TV and the internet the last couple of days. Uh, his wife, who's a yoga instructor, former dancer, uh, claims she was says she's from Spain, but people who went to high school with her are saying no, she's from here, and she's like, I don't know why everybody's making such a big deal about it, because I guess on one of her Instagram videos, all of a sudden her accent was gone. And then she forgot the, uh, the English word for cucumber on the Today Show, and people have gone completely off the rails going after this uh, going after this woman, whether she's from Spain or not. When who really cares if she's from Spain? Nobody. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't care. Alec Baldwin married a hot younger uh, younger woman. It, it, you know, he's got a lot of kids with her. Whatever. It's his wife. I don't care if she's from Spain or not. She wants to, say, even if she's not, if she wants to do the Spanish accent, I don't care. <laughs> what does it matter to me? I'm not a Spaniard. And I don't know if, how can that, is that offensive? Is she uh, culturally appropriating a Spanish accent? I don't know. It's a, the whole thing. All, all this stuff is just dumb. People are getting very bored. So they're getting really, angry at stuff. Really bored. Because it's really. addictive to get angry at stuff really bored uh janice sent us a nice note thanks for another wonderful evening you both have a very happy new year uh our new year's eve and old irish tradition is to open your door at midnight and let the old year out and the new year in i think this year deserves the doors windows and garage doors to be open janice i will agree with you on that 100 percent. and happy new year to you as well um so this i'm calling this the end of season one yeah i uh, figured 
I figured this is a good place to end season one. So next week when we come back, it will be season two, episode one, which is very exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, We hope Craig will be back with us. I'm going to chastise him roundly for needing sleep. He's much younger than I am. Uh, He's a vibrant, virile young man, and yet he needs to sleep like an old man. But he he also has to come up with about 172 topics for for tomorrow's show. So... You can listen to uh, Craig tomorrow, wherever, uh, on Radio America and the Chad Benson shows all over. Cody is always on the Discovery Daily Podcast. Curiosity Daily. Curiosity Daily Podcast, part of the Discovery family of brands. That's why I paused because I knew I had said it wrong. <laughs> what's coming up? What, what, what's, the, uh, what's the latest? What, are, what should we be curious about? I know you know. We've got a, a, a good January 1st episode. We're going to be talking, uh, we actually covered uh, a couple stories. One is about a way to set goals so you'll actually Ooh. achieve them. Okay. So that'll be Friday. And uh, there's another story. There's another story. I don't remember what it is, but it's good. But then there's another one uh, about some some scientists did some follow-up studies, and they think that one silver lining of the pandemic, silver lining is that people, um, Americans, are seem to be more empathetic and sympathetic towards the poor oh. as a result of the pandemic. The reason being because uh, you can listen to the episode for the full science, but uh, the reason being that people, uh, a lot of people would attribute the poor to the way they act and what they do. Like they're lazy or they're, you know, they, whatever, they don't try hard enough. They don't pick up, you know, pull up their bootstraps. And a lot of people are turning that and they're they're starting to realize after seeing everything in the pandemic that like some stuff's not really in your control. Yeah. Like, can't really call a theater actor lazy when every theater's closed, right? Or a waitress or a bartender or right. a, a teacher for a, a long time or a lot of people. A lot of people. So but uh but the, but there are scientific studies now bearing it out. Um, some researchers had done some research in 2019 before all this, and then they did it again after the pandemic, surveying the same people. Um, so uh, they had a good sample size, and they're they're thinking that generally Americans' attitudes are starting to change pretty significantly after seeing what they did. So that that's kind of cool, you know. Maybe that we'll- is cool. I hope it translates to uh, other people that we have deemed during these last nine months to be essential workers, who for years we always looked at as the bottom tier of the economic ladder. And so now we're like, Oh yeah, well, wait, we need you to be here, uh, during a pandemic and we're not, we're not really going to pay you that much more, but we, you're essential. Well, let's start, let's start treating people like that. Like if we're, if we're calling them essential, then let's, let's act like they really are and treat them like that. All right. So listen, have a happy new year. Uh, we will touch base and I will uh, drop off that bag of fun to your house, which is not a euphemism for the uh, dog shit that I'm going to set on fire on your porch and run away on New Year's Eve, ringing the bell. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Let's see. That's it. Yeah, so we'll be back. We'll be back next week. YouTube. Yes. Oh, yeah. You can watch uh, YouTube. You're on YouTube. Well, right now we are. No, I'll be on uh, WTMJ tomorrow uh, from noon to 3. So, yeah, you can uh, keep uh, keep updated on the uh, YouTube channel and uh, here on Facebook and uh, everywhere that fine social media is sold. We will, uh, so yeah, and listen there, we'll uh, we'll do it. Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you all for your comments and for watching and for another year of hilarity and for sticking with us during the pandemic. Uh, Cody, say hi to your lovely bride and your lovely son. Uh, 
have have fun tomorrow. It it will be a change, but this is this is uh I think this is your first truly adulting New Year's Eve. So I'll be interested to see how it pans out for you. Probably happy New Year's to you and yours as well. Uh, tell the family I said hi. It's exciting that you get to spend it with uh, you know your daughter as well as your wife. It's nice. Yeah, so that's uh, it's very nice. We both have our our families with us, and that's really all that matters. All right. Anything else? Want to okay. lash out at anybody on your way out? No. Just happy New Year to everybody. Uh, I'll try to have a better attitude in 2021. No, why? Why change things now? It's been working for you up to now. Uh, right. I don't know if it's working for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if 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 you're you're comfortable with it, why listen? No need to change. I don't know why I do anything I do. Me either. I, same same here. All right. Thank you. Good night. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you in 2021. Bye.